What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Oops, did everybody get a good look at that? Sneak peek. Ooh. No, I wanted to give everybody... So, hey, everybody, what's up? I want to give you a sneak peek. Look at next week and look at some of these people, guys. Do you know them all? <laughs> we, get, we got we got GigWise. We got uh, Dash Theory TV. We got Dasher Pass. We got Cheyenne. We get Gig Work Mama. We got Kim's Side Money Plans. We got Yes uh, Entertainment Network, Dana. We got Let's Play DoorDash. We got Yost Malone. And we got Tom Kelly. And we're going to be doing a game show. So you guys, next week's going to, and it's ugly sweater too. So bring it. And I'm going to um, say the same thing. Again. Yost, Yost already said, Yost sent me a text saying, I'm going to beat everybody with the ugly sweater. I'm sure he will, because I, I said last year, and I'll say it again this year, I don't do ugly. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, have any ugly sweaters. Ugly sweater can be fun too. I'll, I'll just do the same thing I wore last year. It's all good. <laughs> I probably will too. Remember mine? <laughs> Maybe this year I'll get a bra too, so I can really bring them out. <laughs> you don't remember the shirt, do you? Oh, I do. Okay. It's a kind of a hard shirt to not remember. <laughs> the whole entire time I was like this. <laughs> um, so okay, we're waiting for Tom. Tom is feeling better, guys. Um, but let me just introduce who we do have here tonight. We got Kim Side Money Plans. <laughs> And we got uh, Gig Work Mama. And also, guys, by the way, um, give some applause to yourselves as well as to Cheyenne. She hit, she clipped the thousand. Yay! She hit one K. So big thank deal, you, guys. Thank you. It's a big deal, you know. That was awesome. Um, that was a great I see weekend. That, I see. I see that Miko had already said something about it up here in the. So. Yes. Thank you, guys, so much. That was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, look, um, so, hey, what's up, that gig life? What's up, Carl? Uh, what's up, Traveler? What's up, GigWise? Um, what's up, Bud Soda? And uh, Gigging in the Great North, what's up? Um, Derek and uh, who else do we got in here? Uh, Josh and Miko uh, and Gary and Thomas and... Uh, Joe and I think I got everybody. What's up, guys? And what's up, stalkers that are watching without typing? <laughs> I'm not even gonna call Just you boy sure or, like <laughs> or anything else anymore. Just you're stalkers, you, man. Type. You can stalk as long as you hit that thumbs up button. You're all good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think what we're doing tonight is kind of continuing the conversation because. Look, next week we're going to have a fun game show. We're going to have all those fun contestants. And I mean, like, even Faith, I, I threw her in last minute. I was like, I just texted her out of nowhere. I was like, will you do this? And she's like, sure. Like, she's like, I will for you. because She's kind of been out of that loop, but it's just going to be a really fun group of guys. Hi, Vanaska, how are you? Um, but so I want to have, I, I just want to put this to rest because 
I mean, until the new year, because I think in the new year we'll have a lot. I know we'll have a lot of new things to talk about. But um, I think that more has happened. I'm surprised how many people I'm seeing are like this New York thing. I watched Kim uh, and Zach had Sergio on uh, Money Hungry last night, and it was a great episode. Uh, all of the three of them seemed on the same page that this is not a win, guys. This is not even close to a win. Um, and it's I got to tell you that DoorDash is, our, DoorDash is already looking at removing... Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Pedro's video yesterday about losing top dasher or he can't dash now anymore. He's a top dasher and, and dash now is a feature that's been lost. It's funny that he did that because I actually I texted him after the fact. And um, that is a feature that's going away in many markets like before the new year. So there is some of the markets that I saw too are in the states that have major legislation. So makes sense they're trying to get ahead of the game here and make it look like they're treating the people better but in reality we all know where this is going this is going down a horrible place i mean kim and i had a conversation um before the before we came on here tonight uh, you know just about how saturated these markets are i saw a news report that a couple months back i saw we had had and i guess i, I must have been longer than i thought because it said to date this this calendar year we had eight million illegal immigrants. Okay, well, today or yesterday I saw the actual numbers revealed. It's thirteen million. We have thirteen million illegals in this country from this year alone. The I, I know it might seem like they're you know they're everywhere in all types of jobs and they are kind of, but gig economy is their primary work. Um, so that what, what I was calling triple saturation last week, you know, we all have oversaturation, but that triple saturation of that, I mean, when you think about 13 million, it's a lot of people, um, you know, and Kim's seen it. I've seen it. I I've dealt with it firsthand. I've dealt with, I, I told Kim, I was dealing with somebody who I was doing a catering at, um, BJ's brew house. And most people, most, I don't know, Cheyenne, you might not have those up there. Um, but we have them pretty, I think they're pretty much in all States or nationwide, but, um, so I was in there, I had a catering bag. I saw, I, gave, I showed him my order. He said, you probably gonna need two. I had another bag in my drink carrier, went out and got my other catering bag. There was another guy in there with a little, uh, roller cart and two catering bags, some other bags. And then a lady walked in who didn't speak any English at all he was dealing with getting our two orders and she was doing the push the phone in the face thing. She didn't speak any English. And he's just like, let me work with them first. Then I'll get to you. So I went over and I was trying to talk to her cause we were all waiting for things to happen. So I was like, I was like, let me see, try and help you. And she, and she showed me the phone. First thing was um, it was a guy's account. She was using a guy's account it was not hers. Um, she had no catering bags. She did not speak any English and she was in there. And then as he started bringing out the food and she saw us loading them into these big catering bags and how it actually happened. Um, I, it was, it was an easy cater order and I think it was through delivered or whatever, but the guy who was getting food at the same time as me, who was ready to do catering as well, was standing there and he had heard the whole thing and I was like reading it. And even though she didn't understand, I'm just like kind of making, trying to make sense of it for her. And 
she ends up looking at the phone, looking around. Feel You could tell it was sketchy, and she leaves. Just leaves. She walks out the door. And then the guy, I hadn't even talked to him yet. And I, him and I were in there before her. She's, she was in there. Or when she left, he was like, that's so weird. He's like, I heard you reading off that order. And he showed me his phone. It was the exact same order. It was that, like, literally, it was the same easy cater order. Same items, same everything. I had just looked at it. I was like, what? And I know that this, we hear about this happening. We hear about people getting dispersed. Do you know, Kim, Kim's had caterings. I think she's got two and yeah. they're not. It happened twice in like the same week. And I was getting so annoyed because I showed up 10 minutes early. I'm always early for every catering order. And they're like, ah, your order just went out the door. Or I'm like, son of a gun. Like it's, yeah, a, and... it's a waste of time. Like I feel like I just completely wasted my time. <laughs> and I know that the catering apps are paying, you know, a decent amount for you to be there. But yeah. look, we, if we're scheduling these things, it's important because they're trying to be better than the other apps and they are. I mean, look, I mean, most people doing any likewise catering on like a DoorDash are not used. I've seen them. They're not. Most of the food's just being carried out, thrown into a car. I've watched people do some really nasty stuff. And you guys know I don't do a lot of DoorDash, but in the little time I've been doing it lately, I've noticed this I've noticed a lot of not maybe as as many as some cities, which I'm kind of surprised about, but I've noticed a lot of immigrants um, a lot less orders. And, uh, again, I've talked to some people who are saying their market's saturated with immigrants. I don't see ours that way yet, but I'm not maybe doing enough, but I do see that a lot of people are not prepared. They don't know what they're doing. It's not the hardest thing in the world, but they're, they don't have bags and they're doing, and they're picking up like large amounts of food. I see them at pizza places without a pizza bag. And they're picking wow. up five pizzas and I'm, and I see them carry them out. And just to give you guys some context, it's been snowing here. Like, who's going to, you don't want your pizza cold. I mean, I'll eat cold pizza, but I want to make it cold. And then I'll eat it. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want it to arrive cold. So I guess my thing is, is like where the issue becomes with like food fetch, easy cater, some of these other ones that, um, go curry all that feed into the paraworks delivered delivered that's like somehow if easy cater sends something out and we actually had the ceo of delivered explain this to us a little bit it was like if they send it out and they're not getting a confirmation from somebody it might get a bounce back to easy cater that this isn't getting taken through that app even though somebody took it is probably at the place waiting maybe he just didn't click click them on my way to get it so they even though they have gps they're just not seeing it and they don't think he's there so it's you know but it then it, if it's getting reassigned you got two people there in the and the payouts are aren't five dollar cancellation fees they pay you a decent amount of money if they're putting you in the wrong place so it's they got to get this stuff figured out because the reason they exist is because um oh okay um is because they need to make sure that this is being handled like catering orders. I mean, I've said this before, you know, if DoorDash, I would, nobody would ever have DoorDash cater an event for them. No. I don't know why some people have. And like, I literally know the amount of horror stories I've heard about the few people that have like, 
I've heard about people getting catering orders and then just getting a call saying, just forget it or it's canceled or, and, and keep the food. And I'm thinking, what do you mean? Like I, I get if some, there's screw ups along the way, but what do you mean keep the food? And what do you mean? Forget it. Like if I'm on the other end of that and I did use DoorDash, I'm going to be hella pissed, dude. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm, yeah. I'm and, and not only that, Yes, I'm going to want my money back. Yes, they're not going to be expedient about it. They're going to probably take five to seven days. Um, I'm going to have to talk to people, even though it's their problem. They're the some of the worst customer service that there is, and they're not meant to do catering. Is night catering is not food delivery, and people need to understand that. Yeah. I mean, that was a whole thing before gig economy. Catering is a different job. Yeah, I just want to answer um, GigWise's question real quick. And I got full pay um, for both of the orders that got canceled on me. Um, what was explained to me when I got there, and this is what they think is happening, is sometimes the restaurant and whatever system they're using just like call for two drivers because they think that a driver is not going to show up. I guess maybe they've had bad experiences. So they call for two drivers and two drivers show up um, and they might go to two different catering, you know, companies that do it. And they think that's what happened in my case. The one case, it was a DoorDash driver came and I knew it was a DoorDash driver and I was on a catering app. I knew I was going to get full pay. So I actually was nice enough. And I actually let the DoorDash driver take it because he already had kind of custody of it. But I knew he was only going to get half pay. And I know I was going to, you know, get full pay for it. So I let him take it just based off of that. I was trying to be nice. But yes, easy case, easy cater is messed up sometimes, a lot of times. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a comment earlier from Bud Soda too about Easy Cater screwing things up. I don't know yeah. if they screw things up. I think they just are the biggest company dispersing and they're using so many different feeds. I already know of some of the some of the 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 routes that they use. What I don't understand, none of us do, is what's behind the scenes and how they're reallocating. Like what Kim just described sounds like some of the worst business model I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's send two drivers and see if one shows up. Yeah, yeah and crazy. every time it's been a DoorDash catering order. So I there is some kind of signals being crossed between a lot of these apps um, that they're dispersing them to multiple apps. And I don't know whether, you know, I'm making this up. It's completely made up. They like deliver gets it. And Deliver does have a driver for it, but it doesn't register in the Easy Caters system. And then it gets dispersed to DoorDash. And I feel like there's a cross something happening. I'm not sure what. Um, I know that we talked to Delivered. They will be going to, they're in Toronto and they're in Vancouver. They will be hitting Montreal as their third city. But do you have other catering? I don't, I was actually just responding to that. I don't know of any, but I think it's also because I don't work daytime. So maybe like I haven't looked into any, um, but I don't know of any. Like when you said that Delivered was in Toronto and Vancouver, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And they're, and they're aware of, he actually, he even mentioned the French part because <laughs> I was like, you know, on Parapulse, we can see that oddly we're seeing a lot of Canada stuff. So we can see Vancouver. We can see uh, Toronto lights up. 
but so does Montreal. You guys have a lot of people using Pulse, and we just don't get it. Um, but when I mentioned it to him, he said, oh, we're well aware of the Montreal market. There's a big thing for us there. He goes, part of our challenge will be the French Canadians. Yep. Yep. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. I guess it's the no reason joke. being you're going to need some customer support that are French Exactly. You're going to need customer need... support that's French. Your documentation has to be in French because over here, French is before English. So all of your documentation needs to be in French. Like it, it's, they just make it so. French is before different. English? Yes. Yes. I thought it was like, I thought the French Canadians. Of course, yeah. they would be, but I thought in Quebec, I thought the city was kind of split. I thought it was like no, no. Really? Right now, if I'm to call, let's say for a passport or a medical card or anything like that, they speak to you in French. When like when I signed up my latest business, I had to fill out all the documentation in French. You cannot request an English document anymore. Like it's 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 gotten really bad actually. Because there are a lot of people were like, what about the older people that need help in the medical field? And you're telling them that you can't speak to them in English like this. It doesn't make any sense. So a lot of companies are actually trying to get out of Quebec because of that. So let me before we even get into this a little more, do, are you dealing with any immigration issues? I don't see anything like that. Granted, I do see a lot more drivers now, but I just figured like, oh, okay, there's more drivers because things are hard. So people are trying to make more money. Um, but I didn't notice anything sketchy. Um, but we do have a lot of immigrants here. So whether they're here like legally, illegally, using an app legally or illegally, I'm not sure. See, but, but there's there's um, and there's also a, th a difference too because if we go back like three years, we would have legal and illegal immigrants. We just didn't have thirteen million illegal. Yeah, we had a like a million come over in a year, and they all had court dates, and a lot don't don't show and whatnot. Um, but it wasn't as bad. I mean, like it's so bad now. I guess you probably are just at that same old rate because you guys have a different. You're not bordered up with an open way to go across the board. I mean, look, the only country I know, I've traveled the world. The only country I know that you can walk into illegally is the United States. It's the only one. Every other country is very tight with their borders. Yeah. Like Some over in Europe, you're, in you're here. not getting in anywhere without one. Some people try to come in, but we're also very like open arms. Like, come, you don't have anywhere to go. Just come and we'll take care of you. And it's like, uh, okay. So, you know. Yeah, but there's still a process here, to it. I don't feel like, you know, there's not just a hole in a gate. And no. everybody's like running through it and they're, and we're not allowed to do anything about it. No, no, no. I mean. No, that's true. That, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. That is, that because, is one of the big things. I guess, right? I guess people in the chat too, I'd like to know, like, are you seeing it? I, I re really do. I mean, it's time to like bring this up. I mean, do you, are are is everybody seeing immigrants, these illegal accounts? Because I want to talk about some of what Kim and Zach and those guys talked about last night because I was seeing the same damn thing. I mean, I've, I know, I've known about this on Reddit for so, a while. On Reddit, so, you, can, you can buy accounts. You can rent accounts. You can go to the dark web and do it too, of course. But Facebook groups? Yeah. So I started researching this months ago because that's when I really started seeing it in my market. And 
I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I was always, I always had a, like a really good market. And then all of a sudden in my small town in New Jersey, I started seeing tons of Pennsylvania plates, New York plates, and they were all drivers because you see them going into restaurants and you're like, what is like, I couldn't figure it out and they all drive a very specific car <laughs> and i just i i couldn't figure out what was going on and then all of a sudden there was an article i think it was on the new york times and it was like a light bulb went off and they give a really good account on exactly what's been happening it starts and it started in new york city and now it's like migrating at least on the east coast into new jersey some into Connecticut, some into Pennsylvania. So it kind of depends on where you go, but they're they're purposely oversaturating markets and they're t literally taking every single order, including the $2 orders, every order, it doesn't matter, um, but they're purposely like almost disintegrating. I don't know if that's the right word to use on specific areas. So they kind of take over an entire area that they're in. So they are basically dominating the orders that descending? come into their Descending. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> Sorry. <Disintegrating. laughs> That's like, I'm like, they're like melting? Know. Hey, it's 930 <laughs> here. Come on. It's been a long day already. <laughs> I know. I was just like, you should be shooting video if they're melting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 930, what can I tell you? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, Kim, like you're not the only one. I see it. I mean, some people are talking about in chat. We avoided this topic for a long time. Now we're talking about it a little more. Sergio and I talked about it on my 300th episode since we've been a little more open about talking about it. And all I'm finding is everybody's encountering this. I mean, nowhere's immune. Red states aren't immune. I mean... I mean, obviously, Texas isn't immune because that's where they cross over, but then they ship them out to the blue states. That's what they do. I mean, they've even they've even said that. Texas's governor said, yeah, we're not keeping them. We're going to send them but to all you blue states that wanted this crap. This is the thing, is all of these apps, DoorDash, Uber Eats, they all have the power to stop it. 100%. They're not doing anything to stop it. Like, they all yeah. have... I mean, DoorDash, when was the last time you did a facial recognition? Mine was like six months ago. I was going to tell you, I was listening to you guys last night all talking about that and saying, mm -hmm. and Sergio saying it happens a little more on rideshare, but wouldn't you be willing to do it every two hours? Yeah. I've already talked to him about that. Yes, I would. But DoorDash does it to me. Again, I don't use DoorDash much and I've, it's just been recent. But even at once I did it once, twice, I've had like five DoorDash blocks that I've done now. Every one of them has at least had one. Yeah, I've I haven't had. I've one never done one months. on DoorDash. Haven't had one in six months. I so never. <laughs> I I had I had never either, but I hadn't done a DoorDash in months. Uber months. Eats, at least for me, is like once a week. Bark is now once a week. Um, Instacart, once maybe every couple of weeks i would say um it's not as often but like they all have these facial recognition features that they can literally if it went to like every hour there's no way they can go to their handler and you know get a facial id and then go like every hour there's no way they can go to whatever handler they have to do that facial recognition and but, it would just stop but you know how they could figure it out though they could just like snap a picture the facial snap a picture of the side snap a picture of the side and then put that 
up on the screen. Like there, there would be ways. And it would be a 2D. It wouldn't be a 3D. I don't think it would. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the the other thing is just what, why is, I mean, you're, I think the, what you're saying, Cheyenne is like, then the passenger could address it. Why should it be in the passenger's hand? Why aren't these companies demand? I mean, we used to know that the facial software wasn't where it should be. The Microsoft one that they were using in Europe only operated at like at best 70%. People of color, nighttime women, it had trouble. It could, it failed up with those all the time. So they were having tons of problems. I guess facial, this was only a year ago, but I guess it's come a long way. Um, you know, it's, uh, we know why they're not doing it, guys. Because well, yeah. they don't, they're getting orders delivered. Why would they exactly. stop it? They're getting orders delivered. <laughs> and like, and like Kim showed last, like they showed last night, and you can go look for yourself. If you go to Facebook Marketplace, you can just type in DoorDash account. Is that, I mean, or rent DoorDash, whatever you want to do. And you, there, they will come up. They're there. And I mean, and I'm, I, I would say they're not a scam. But they're all scams. But I mean, like you will get an account too. People are getting accounts this way and able to use them. And that's why, like, I know that like a lot of the situation is three people using an account 24 hours a day. And that probably goes to what Kim was saying about taking every order. They don't know any better. They probably think if that, I mean, if they don't speak English, like I've seen with some, right? They probably think that 100% matters. And they're like, dude, what if that drops and I won't get more? So they probably are really taken by the gamification, is my guess. I wonder oh my gosh, I've got to do this, or else I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna be able to work it. So they're taking everything, everything. But I wonder if it would benefit if like DoorDash instilled that whole, um, what is it with Uber? You can't uh, work for more than twelve hours per account. Like if DoorDash was but, to do something like, but that. again, they don't care. They really, I mean. They don't care about the drivers, number one, but they don't care. They, they're they glad these accounts are being used 24 hours a day. Yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. They, you know, they, they don't care. They're like, great, that account's being used 24 hours a day, and they're taking all the no-tip orders. Great. <laughs> Gig-wise, who pays the taxes on those bogus orders? They don't pay taxes. They're like these Canadians over here that are freaking out now that we're going to have to tell the government that they're working with the apps. Well, Everyone's I think like, what, what Gigwise is saying is whoever owns the account yeah. will get yeah, a will get tax documents mailed to them. So it will be on them. Do you guys get your tax documents mailed to you? Yeah. Oh. I mean, well, some of them of you can download through an app or whatnot. Mind. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, but what do you what do you mean? Why? How do you get yours? Yeah, because <clears throat> we don't. <laughs> we how do you get yours? So you have to you have to calculate. So with Uber, you do get it every single week, and then you tally it up with yourself. Like we don't. Wait, I don't. What? I didn't get a document from DoorDash. I didn't get anything from DoorDash. See, that's really weird because we get a ten ninety nine. Taxes by week. No, no. She's not saying that, that have they to have do to them by do week, their own. It's math my responsibility to tally everything up. DoorDash doesn't send me anything. I've never received anything from DoorDash. What about at the and end of the year? You can't go into your taxes and say, I want to download it. They don't have. No. And with Uber, no. And the annoying thing with DoorDash when it comes to DoorDash Canada. So let's say there's like a link that goes to something. Once you click on it, it automatically generates like the link in Canada and it detects that I'm in Quebec. So it puts it in French, but it, it loses the trace of where I was. 
So let's say like, I don't know, you post a link about like Top Dasher or something. When I click on it, it first of all goes to DoorDash Canada's website. It goes to French and it goes to like the main page because like, where are you now? So no, there's no way for me to log in. Like I remember Pedro at one point was talking about like logging into your account and doing stuff. I tried that. I can't do that. Um, I can't like... So yeah, you don't know what your yearly earnings are at the nope. end of the year? No, nope. I have to tally everything up. And um, so what happens if Uber, you forget a week? Well, yeah, exactly. You're kind of stupid, right? <laughs> well, that that be, that's that's that was going to become my next question too. Like, how is do you guys have like our version of an IRS audit? Do you how often does that yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah. So um, the CRA can audit you. Like when I was in, uh, in university, I used to get audited because they were like, huh, what? what? You know, um, so they can audit you. And now with the whole new bill, DoorDash is going to have to provide our social insurance number or a business number um, to the CRA. So I'm hoping that now they're going to provide us with some kind of information, some kind of documentation, but there's nothing. And with Uber, we get the weekly, like the weekly earnings or whatever that they send you by email every Monday. But you I can also go into, you don't get that? No. Really? Yeah. Every Monday I get an email from Uber and it tells me what my earnings are for the past week. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> We we need to we need to get somebody from like India on the show and see how they get theirs too because they're like yeah it arrives Monday. by elephant on Thursday and I'm like what I mean you that can get so your funny. earnings on the app but I, I'll be honest I don't even pay attention to it because it comes at the end of the year well that's what made me wonder really? I know they're trying to crack what? down on in Canada and they're trying to make you do yeah. now those tax documents but it makes me wonder in years past how much they really look into this like if you're not reporting it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they they didn't. And they made me realize like, hey, if so many people are either leaving the workforce or people are struggling, they must be turned into something. So they know that people are turned into independent contractors type work. But they're like, wait, but people aren't declaring this. Like the amount of comments that I have been getting on my Instagram in the comments on the video that I did about Bill C-47 about people saying like this one person was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I didn't declare my hundred dollars last year. Like what's going to happen? And I'm like, okay, well, a hundred bucks, not the end of the world, but you can just adjust your taxes. But so many people they are like, wait, so we're going to have to start declaring in 2024. And I'm like, you should have been declaring before. Like, <laughs> What do you mean? Start? They didn't ask you that though. They said, so we're going to have to start. <laughs> So they, they knew, they were like, wait a minute, we can't do this illegal shady thing anymore? <laughs> exactly. I can't get away with it anymore? <laughs> can't get away with it at all. <laughs> that government. <laughs> you know, see, and again, look at how the different countries are treating it. That look yeah. at Hers is just saying, you know, put in your, what would be an equivalent of an, a social like or an, an EIN. System. Ours yeah. is passing legislation in 16 states <laughs> without a definition to the app-based uh, platform gig economy. Yeah, wait, so wait, wait a minute. So if you don't get your year-end totals, what's the check and balance to make sure that what you're entering it in is correct on your tax? Diana's brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I made $5,000 last year. <laughs> but yeah, that's my point. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess my part of what I'm saying is, I mean, I'm sure that even other countries look at those type statistics. And again, the U.S. is even looking at it. We know that in Massachusetts, they say, 
look at we are trying to end this writing off mileage crap for you guys we're sick of it i know you guys talked a little bit about mass last night um with because sergio and i've talked about it at length because they tried to do something a couple years ago now they're trying to do it and it's worse now um but they're trying to like they're saying you guys they're basically saying all of you gig workers lie on your taxes and you do not drive this amount of miles and we're sick of it that's the plain english of it they're they're gonna they want to start not paying you as much they want to know what the hell you're doing they want more proof and they're not really sure how to get it and but they want proof they want they want to know how you're writing off all these miles and i guess what part of what i'm saying is i guarantee like like the people who said it to shiana like what now i gotta really declare this for real like it, it's no joke i mean my guess is a lot of people do write off miles that they didn't do i'm gonna be honest you know or don't declare income <laughs> i mean i would be very careful you guys i don't sergio and i had a conversation not too long ago about a guy you know sergio knows the guy better than i do i know of him but he's in portland um oregon not maine and he uh he does rideshare and he kept his records how we do how i did when i was doing rideshare how sergio does he was doing it what we what we would be telling people this is how you do it he was keeping records like that he got a state audit and the state audit came in and he was like well here's all my records here's my miles here's this that and the other and they're like well where okay so all this these are your totals where are your uh where are your receipts for your customers and he's like what the hell are you talking about he's like these are all uber and lyft customers get it from them they don't even they won't share anything with me i don't that's not my information and, and in the audit they said they're your customers they're not uber and lyft so they knew that that mechanism of the piece and they said it's not them you're the independent contractor it's on you where is your client list and he's like you got to be kidding me i did like 12 14 000 rides last year i don't have any names not even one and and so he ended up getting like a five or six thousand dollar fine that's so because crazy. they said that's not on uber and my thought was dude you should be after uber yeah i mean I you're right uber should not have the names of those clients but we shouldn't either I mean, and if we if we sh if we're supposed to have those, we damn well should be mailed those. Do you know how long that would be? Like, I don't care you, if I, if you if, if you got an audit and you're going to get fined six thousand dollars. I don't care. You need it. I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I I don't want to see it happen either. But you know what I mean? It's um. But I know you guys got into a little bit of tips. I just kind of want to get into all this because I is anybody in the chat who's who's watched some of what we've talked about or seen articles on the New York thing? Does anybody think it's a good idea? Anybody? Is anybody like I'm stoked for that? Because I feel like I can I feel like, you know, I feel like I can rip it apart all day from every direction. Like I can't I can on any direction you give me, I can rip it apart. It's it's so easy. And I have seen a lot of people saying we're stoked. Really? It's a game. Like you're not really making 30 an hour because you're not going to have an active hour every hour. And that and especially after the holidays, because I guarantee they're trying to pump it right now and make it look good. 
So, I mean, like after the holidays and plus you got the immigrant saturation, the triple saturation, you got the oversaturation. And we know, I, I think I even brought it in here because Kim had brought this up, this screenshot. I, I used this from yours last night. So um, do you, and I said, do you have it? Yeah. And so, I mean, this is, this is a problem because yeah. this, this says that, you know, it's, it's basically talking about if you guys can't read it real well. Um, it's basically talking about, um, you know, starting in January, you, you know, you're going to be encouraged to reserve times in advance to guarantee your spots. But then in the next paragraph, it, it goes into when you get access to planner, the number of times available to you will depend on a few factors. The number of trips you completed the previous month, your usage of the time you reserved during the previous month. So if you reserve and you're not working those shifts, they're going to hold that against you. Um, your acceptance rate, your, satisf or your, your, your uh, satisfaction rating, um, delivery people in NYC are also entitled to the minimum hourly pay rate uh, for their time on the platform, which is $29.93 per hour um, of trip time, which is active time, uh, the time from when you accept to when you drop off. So, I mean, look, that second paragraph should scare everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean... It's basically saying that's we've talked about this. That's exactly what happened with rideshare in New York City. And it failed. The people who were killing it had to move to this block system. They couldn't get all the blocks they wanted. They couldn't work the midnight shift on Friday anymore. They couldn't just do these really tougher shifts that made them 50, 60 an hour. And even when they did, they were only making like 35 now because they had to balance out the people who only made eight. Because again, guys, don't for a minute, do not for a minute think that Uber or DoorDash is paying that. They're taking it from the top earners. They're moving it to those. It's we've we've used this term forever. It's floor meets ceiling. There it is. And that's what happened with rideshare. Everybody ended up making whatever that whatever they called it, twenty eight eighty six. Okay, that's what. Eventually, within a few months, that's what everybody made: the worst and the best drivers with very little variation. So, I mean, like, what is the encouragement to be a hustler? There is none because you can't even, you can't do that anymore anyways. like No, I mean, so. you might as well, and you might as well do what they do in California. We already know this. People, rideshare drivers were supposed to benefit by Prop 22. They didn't. The only people who did were the delivery people. And that's because they didn't know that there was a global pandemic coming three months after AB5 passed. So when Prop 22 passed, they still benefit from it. But now the line item is being shown in California and right out of the gate, it was being shown in New York. They're showing it right now that the customer has to pay this. Now they're showing the customer has to pay X amount in California. And so with the upage of the processing, the upage of the delivery fee, the upage of the, and we already know New York's doing this too. They're raising the prices of the restaurant prices again, another move. Um, but like, so if you... If you were getting tips in California before, now your base. If you're if you're a delivery driver in California, most of them that I know, you are working for Prop 22, and you're just taking your old sweet time on active orders because there's no incentive and you're not getting a tip. People have been people are now being charged so much more, and they were told that drivers are being paid so much they don't want to tip you. Yeah, and that's California where it's 120 percent of minimum wage, which in California is 16 dollars to 1988. 
depending on where you live. So even at the 1988, if you call it 20, 120% is $24 in an active hour. New York City just announced 30. So what, what happens to the people who order the food, who see their prices going up and know, well, these drivers are being paid 30 an hour. They don't understand active dash time. They just think you're being paid 30 an hour. So the tips are gone. So we, well, I should say Sergio did a really good job covering last night is people don't realize their utilization rate, yes. <laughs> um, which the average driver in New York City is active 60% of the hour. So when you take 60% of the 29.93, I can't remember what the math was. I think it, it came was out to 18 something. It was, was it 17 or $18 is truly what... The, the number is the number is per hour in New York City because DoorDash isn't keeping their drivers active for a full hour. And that's the misleading part that a lot of people aren't seeing is you see the $29.93 and go, oh my God, I'm gonna make almost $30 an hour. Um, that's amazing. I want $30 an hour, not realizing it is active time. Which we all know, Door we all know DoorDash. They are not going to keep every driver in New York City active for an entire hour, every single hour of the entire day. No. And you guys don't overlook again. Don't overlook the second paragraph here. It's telling you the same thing that the, that they did to. This is almost exactly what the rideshare thing read years ago. That second paragraph says they're going to be using blocks. Watch when it moves to only blocks. Because when they did that with the rideshare drivers, how it worked was that the top 10% got to schedule their blocks first. Then the next 30% got to schedule. And then they had a Monday schedule for anybody else for anything that was left over. So basically, even if you were hustling and only doing it 20 hours a week, you were always in the bottom feeder mode and you could barely even get 20 hours a week. They would, And they definitely would not be the ones that you wanted to work. Flex time was gone. Now, we didn't use it last night, and um, we just ran out of time to use it, but I actually had a screenshot of somebody's weekly pay for the very first week that was in New York City. And when you look at, like, like I compared it to even my earnings. So my earnings, my tips are usually like 75 to 80% of my earnings. This person's tips. Uh, it was a 900 and I forget whatever a dollar a week and their tips were $110. Right. I, I saw some adjustments that I, I was like kind of blown away with that. I think they're just doing in the initial rollout. They did the same thing with rideshare too, that almost the opposite made it look really good. You know what I mean? Cause it was like, Hey, you, you only were paid 43, but you should have been paid 200. Here's the difference. Like I saw some of those type screenshots and I'm going, dude, this is this is how they make you think this is something you want. Trust me, guys, you don't want this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this was it's, a it's a it's a it's a hair. It's a it's a rabbit's hair away from an employee. Yeah. So this was the breakdown. The person did nine hundred and eighty seven dollars. The dash pay. So base pay was four hundred and eighteen dollars. The adjustment pay, which is the New York pay, was $444. So it's wow. like 50% of that. And then the customer tips were only $113. Wow. 
And that and that's in this first week that it's rolled yeah. out. Give it two months. Watch. I mean, like Zach and I agreed yesterday. I know you saw that, Kim. We, mm -hmm. I said, listen. He said, what will? What do you think tips will be? I said initially, I said uh, five to ten percent will yeah. tip of orders. Yeah. But then I said, but give it two months and zero will tip. Well, this is the even crazier thing. So he was ready for this. His dash time was 59 hours. His active time was 29 hours. So DoorDash kept him only active for like 30 of like six, like half of what he actually worked. Wow. You know, I see that I see I see Sessie saying uh, great pay adjustment. Yeah, but I mean. For New York City, he, like Kim mentioned, hundred and some odd tips. He should be making a thousand dollars in tips. I mean, I don't know. Am I wrong? <laughs> I would like imagine you, said. you you can't really hold that job. No, that's if, not going to pay. If you're not going to make that kind, of, I mean, even like I, I, you know, I, being in the bar industry and stuff, and doing all the traveling I've done, I know that like waiters in New York City are much different than waiters in any other city. They need to make sixty an hour. Kind of thing like that they have a different goal you know it's it's not like other cities so i mean like you they're they're trying to kill off the tipping culture and they're trying to do it in the city in this country that needs it the most exactly like why would that be the first one that you decide because to it's because it's mega sense. blue and it's got just the most worst people running the state I mean, well, but really. Soda said that DoorDash said that one fifth are post tipping in the first week that they rolled it out. One fifth, really? Wait, one fifth what? Where? where at nine forty eight, his comment at nine forty eight. Okay. That's Soda. Okay. DD said one fifth. Yeah, but first of all, I don't. I, I would never listen to anything DoorDash says. <laughs> if DoorDash says one fifth, I think they mean one five hundredth. <laughs> they left two zeros off it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not kidding either. Like they're just scumbags. I, w I don't trust them at all. I mean, they've already been caught stealing our tips twice. One of the times they told the court that uh, uh, it was almost like, a, a, and I don't, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Because they said that uh, they said it was when dashers were being paid X amount to do jobs. This is a while back. And it was like, well, they know what they're making. So if somebody tips after the fact, they already took it and knew what they were. No. What? And how are you even walking into courts and saying that kind of crap out loud? Like you're going to like literally try and explain to a judge why tips aren't going to the customer instead of just saying, System malfunction will pay the fine. Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, even if it's a lie, I would say that I wouldn't be in there and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't feel like giving them the tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I and, think real, real quick, I no, think Gary, Gary said that, um, if I remember correctly, he, he said that, sorry, I have to go back. Um, how do we know it was DoorDash, though? He could have been declining orders, like cherry picking. He absolutely could have been cherry picking to get through. But the thing with this, and this is what's faulty about the system, at least in my opinion, is the more you cherry pick, the less you're on 
you're on dash time, not active time, because you're not taking orders. And that's, I feel like that's the game. Then your like, utilization rate goes. So, exactly. And then that's the reason why you're going to get the 50% of utilization is because they might be sending you crap orders. And that's what they're going to do because they're trying to get them delivered. But it's either you take it and you stay active or you don't take it and you don't stay active and you don't get paid the active time. It's like, it's such a game. Look, in a, in a nutshell, DoorDash is going to make more money off this. Oh, they've, raised, sure. they've raised processing. They've raised delivery fees. They're raising the restaurant prices. They're passing along a big portion of the fee to the customer out of the gate. Boom, you're going to pay that. So they're teaching now. They're, they, did, they rolled out that BS thing. We said we thought it was just going to be BS. It's probably because all this was coming about how they were saying, we're warning people they better tip. Well, where is the where are those articles now? Those articles are gone because you know what? Because they're now training you to not tip. Yeah. Because yeah. I guarantee it, you guys watch. If this continues, watch there won't be tipping. And then when there isn't the order volume either, and if your utilization rate's fifty percent, okay, then you're making fifteen dollars an hour without tips in New York City. And if you're if you're busting your tail. Who knows that your utilization rate won't be 50% anyway? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we it's dude, it's not like they're in need of dashers in New York City. No. New York City dashers go to Kim's market because it's so oversaturated. Wait, Sessie, how does that work? So she said, I've been seeing nothing but great offers, even with no tips. Well, she only does Grubhub. Oh. For one. Okay. <laughs> so Sessie's got something going on that most people don't. <laughs> um, like I've yeah. joked about, I can't, I, it, I, I would be done if I just did DoorDash. I'm, I mean, I'm glad for her, but, and actually I'm probably really, sadly, we all know this, that before the pandemic, Grubhub was the only legit one. They were fully transparent. They showed everything up front. And then it was the pandemic that let Uber Eats and DoorDash step all over them. And kind of put them out of business in a way. I mean, like, I know they're still around, but um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't see, I don't think I saw anybody in here saying they think it's a good idea. I don't know if I missed it. But, and I don't know if nobody wanted to answer it, but even if you don't live in New York City, do you, if you're aware of what's going on, do you think it's a good idea? Please put it in the chat. I want to see what you guys the only way it is ever a good idea is if, and we will never see the day that DoorDash can guarantee that they can keep drivers active for an entire hour. That's the only way that it would actually ever be beneficial to the driver. And that will never happen. So here's, you know, look at, here's Bud Soda too. And he, I agree with this. This is exactly the kind of way the, the rideshare thing went. So the peep, first of all, you have a very small percentage of people saying, I want to be an employee. And they made enough noise in a blue state to, to make this thing pass. And really, the majority of people don't want it. And yet, those are the people who are going, I can't earn. I only make eight bucks an hour. We know those are the lazy people. Come on. If you want to hustle, you hustle. And if not, I've said this before, and I don't mind saying it. Some people are not made for the gig economy. Some people are not made for the service industry. Don't do it. If it's you're not, not for everyone, yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you're not gonna look in the in the restaurant and bar industry, like you get yelled at, 
even if you're crushing it and doing a good job. I've had to yell at a cook or something, you know, and then after the shift, it's like, dude, I'm sorry I blew up at you. Uh, you know, whatever. I'm mean, like, you're dealing with a lot of crap and that's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I, uh, I also wanted to see Scrabble's comment here. So they're increasing base pay too to avoid the adjustment. They'll play with it between now and April when they have to adjust for inflation. So you're saying that they're, okay, so they're increasing base pay. But I mean, what's the point just to make it look better? Because in the end, they're, it's 50 cents a minute active time. I mean, if you stay active for a whole hour, you make 30 bucks. It's So even if they make base pay and you can only do two an hour and they make the base pay 15, it's, it's just, again, to me, that just seems like a mind game. Like, look at the new base pay. Yeah, but that's not... And that's what I'm going to get paid anyway. I agree. I what did, what did it go? I agree with Cody. I hope this crap never comes here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you know, say 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 what say what you want, but don't get too comfortable in any market thinking legislation yeah. ain't hitting you. Because I, you guys were talking last night, and Zach was like 14. I had to correct him. I was like 16. And he's like, yeah. okay, 16. Yep. 16 states pushing legislation. I mean, look on on the audio podcast on January, I think it's January 8th is a Monday, so it drops on the 9th. I have Kim Cavan. The week after, I have Mike Harubi, and both of those are labor law related. So those are going to be very timely in the new year. Um, and they know a lot of what's going on. Mike especially. Um, Kim Kim knows a lot about independent contractor traditional and she's starting to get her hand into this game too and she knows a lot more than all of us um but mike is all about this be your own boss legislation so i don't know i think that two i think that little number of people we've and we've said this many times even here in colorado the uh you know nobody writes their congressman and says bang up job thanks good job keep it up you only write them when you're pissed and yet these small numbers are like coming across as like if 500 people write in there, like that's a lot of constituents. We better take care of this. What they don't realize is there's 50,000, 500,000 gig workers there. And they're like, I don't think your sample size of a hundred is real good guys. Like you might want to check in with some other people, you know, I, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know, guys. I am very worried. I know that I know that um, the, the uh, DoorDash is now starting to, they're trying to, before the start of the year, push this 50 cents, or it might be translated because uh, maybe if you live rural somewhere, some of the markets out of the 16 states that are pushing legislation, not some of those markets are now trying to push this New York thing. Not a not Prop 22, but this New York thing. They want a per minute thing. Might not be 50 cents. It might be 40. But if you're living somewhere that's a lot cheaper in New York, it's still going to look like that same big amount of numbers. They're trying to do it before the new year where legislation's coming to make it look like, look how much hourly they can make. Yeah. But in the honest. end, it will destroy tipping. And I got to tell you guys, if you're not in the know... We've this is just like the labor movement of make of this administration wanting everybody to be a union employee 
and we all know that's not a doable thing that they do. They want everybody to be a union employee. Um, this administration, they would have ha had the federal, uh, the PRO Act if they could have. But if they're trying to get around that by saying that on active time, trust me, it's moving that close to employee model. And the states have had it with these companies. They're not gonna, they're not gonna just buy anything anymore. Oh, okay, you're gonna fix it. Good. Glad to hear it. They're over it. They're over it. They've given them a hundred chances. They've been lied to a hundred times. Nobody meets the deadlines and they're sick of it. I'll and be honest. I'm I'm nervous for New Jersey just because we're so close to New York City. Like a lot of times things that happen in New York where neighboring states, they kind of get on the sand bandwagon and boom, the next thing you know, we're kind of following suit. So I'll be honest, I'm, 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 I'm nervous for New Jersey, to be honest. Wait, so I, I got to bring this in there. Isn't, are, so aren't these legislation, isn't uh, this legislation put in place to help drivers why must we must why why must we put it in a negative light? Because a small amount of drivers wanted it. The problem is, is it's just like any survey or something. The sample size was way too small. All they took were the complaints. And they said, okay, we need to, and you got an administration that wants us all to be employees. So they love this. Oh, we got 50 people who will say that this doesn't work. Great. Let's push it. Like normal administrations would be like, why don't you go get 5,000 and then we'll talk. But they're like taking a small number. But the problem is, is that they didn't look at. I follow politics, but I think there's an insane amount of corruption. We all know that. But there's more corruption on the on the corporate side. So when you put two of the most corrupt entities together and try and make them solve a problem that they haven't been able to solve ever, good luck getting any good results. So when they said, hey, this is for you, the drivers. What did DoorDash do? Okay, we'll we'll raise the prices. We'll run ads. We'll tell we'll we'll make the driver. They didn't have to do it now. They didn't have to do it till February. Why did they make the driver pay fifty cents a minute now? Because they want press that says our drivers are making thirty an hour. They want that to be the buzz in New York City. Now they've also raised the restaurant prices. They've they've they're putting out things in the app that say. Sorry that we've had to raise our prices, but due to New York's new law, they're like using it like that. Like due to what your city is doing to you, we got to charge you more. And this is going to make you not tip. The tipping's after the fact. You're going to get pissed. You're going to get in new habits and you're not going to tip anymore. And they're, they're okay with that. But who of us doesn't think that New York City has proven... Um, you know, I mean, like, are, are any of us confused that New York is pushing some of the craziest stuff? I've, even New Yorkers are leaving. Like, people who have been in the city their whole life, they're leaving. The immigration's gotten just ridiculous. I, I mean, I know about streets that are closed because people live on them. I mean, we have encampments here all over Denver, too, but not, like, what's going on there. And, you know, they're all running these different... I mean, I don't know... I, Everybody seems very disappointed in the the politics of New York. It seems like you know it's almost laughable. Like these are the people in charge, and then you know I don't like extreme right or left in politics, but that New York's gone as extreme left as you can be. I mean that's and it's not it's not good for people who want to be independent. 
And that crosses a whole nother line about like, you know, how independent are we? Because I always thought we needed a definition here. And now we're getting legislation before the space is defined. And that's that's the problem is each state is allowed to just go, you know what? Let's just start making some laws since we didn't get a def definition of how this hybrid hybrid traditional or hybrid gig app platform worker thing works. A simple definition would have helped the states even do that. So, um, and yeah, I mean, Thomas is, uh, yep. So I will hit on that, Thomas, because I've been, Thomas knows, I mention this all the time. Acceptance rate is illegal. It's illegal by the Barella. It's illegal by the IRS standard. It's illegal by the ABC and ABC plus. You cannot use an acceptance rate metric. And there's a lot of reasons too, guys. It's not just like, wait, what? So wait, why can't you? You can't because there, there's a lot of reasons. It's, it goes back to like favoritism and stuff like that. I've actually talked with Kim Cavan at length about this. And yes, in every you can't have acceptance rate in an independent contractor bidding job. So it doesn't meet. So we always say, do we meet the criteria of being an independent co contractor under the ABC test, which you can't pass in California? Those kind of tests exist everywhere. Hopefully you're just going by the IRS standard test in your state because that's the one that it should be using. But the problem is, is now, okay, you, let's say you do pass it. The problem is, is the things you're supposed to be allowed to use any tools at your disposal without the, the hiring entity having any say in it. Now, the hiring entity is a digital platform, an SAAS, uh, software as a service, just throwing you uh, offers, but you're not allowed to use any tools you want. So that's breaking independent contractor law. They have to be, you know, the bids have to be transparent. They have to be upfront on the pay. They don't do that. That's breaking the law. Um, I mean, sometimes we can pass the test if it's not a hard ABC test. But the, how are the companies passing it? Because they're not doing what they, they're supposed to be letting us have access to our tools. They're supposed to, their acceptance rating isn't even supposed to be something you see. Because if you're an independent contractor, you bid out the jobs you want. You might bid out three jobs at once. You might get accepted to two and not to one. And now you've got to pick between those two. There's no acceptance rating. It's jobs being offered and do you want them? That's it. You know? But I, I, I don't know. I, I Everything seems to be going in the wrong direction. And... Sadly, I guess my main take is that sadly, for years, the gig companies were able to try and play ball. And I don't mean like give in, but like at least show a little bit of, yeah, we don't, we're not going to go for that full labor crap you guys are going for. And we're not going for unions, but we'll, we'll work with you. And they've always just, they've let laws pass. And then when they say, when they're told you owe this, they just flip off the government. I mean, if you guys don't think that's just pissed off the government to no end, you're crazy. They're like, okay, we have literally had it with you guys. We've given you every chance. You lie to us. You, we, we, you, you, we make court agreements and dates and you don't pay them. I mean, they, they can't be trusted anymore. And they're just, uh, and, and nobody, nobody. Uh, I mean, like Kim Cavan and Karen Anderson understand, Karen Anderson understands AB5 better than Gavin Newsom. That's really sad. He signed that thing into law and she knows it better than him. I mean, that's just, it, it's just crazy. These politicians have no idea what, 
And part of it's just they're so confused like a lot of us are. They don't know. They're like, what are these people? Like in terms of like, how do we, are they independent contractors? What are we doing here? And why are these companies not paying the rate amount of tax? What's going on? You know, and so I think they've just literally had it. And I think that I've said this a bunch of time. I think it's going to be a great year in the new year for the for the smaller apps. I think the giants are going to take a hell of beating. And I don't just and I, I'm sure they'll pass it on to the driver, but it's still going to be a beating to them, too. It's not going to be like a cheap lose and they can't just pass the whole thing to the driver. But I, I just think the Giants are finally going to take some blows here because the reason is, is because, and I'm going to give you my opinion, we, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a presidential voting year, not a midterm year. It's a presidential voting year. So this administration has to like, at least be thinking they're not going to be reelected. So they have X amount of months to pass what they can. That's why things are going to get shoved into the beginning of the year. And that always happens in the last calendar year of a sitting president. You see a lot of the crap get kicked through that they were having a lot of trouble with. So, um, 16 states, you guys, that's a lot. That's a big deal. That Just so you know, I mean, maybe they were all looking at it, but three months ago, it was only like seven. I mean... You know, I don't know. I, I'm 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 concerned. I I think everybody's a little concerned, um, but I think that uh, I'm I'm with I'm with you guys. I hope it doesn't come here. You know, I really hope it doesn't come to Colorado. And if it does, luckily, you know, I've worked with Stephanie. I've, you know, even though Sergio chewed his face off for a few minutes, like met the. <laughs> <laughs> Met the senator, oh, you know, like cornering him like a badger. So <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and the senator was a big guy too, by the way. <laughs> he was a lot bigger. Than, uh, he was a built guy. And... Yeah, and Sergio still had him like a wolverine in the corner. Like, <laughs> ain't going nowhere, bro. <laughs> He's like, I'm. He, I remember the, him saying, "I'm the guy that's been bugging you on Twitter." wow what an intro <laughs> but i mean at the same time like if that you know if it starts to move here i will be very involved so i'm gonna say I, and i know it sounds it's it always sounds like dude i don't have the time i gotta feed my family you know but if if we start talking about your state and we're giving like i told kim i don't even remember the guy's name but like i don't care if you vote right left down the middle extreme right left there is somebody that if you are a full-time gig worker, you need to vote against this guy. I don't even know if he's left or right. But we we have his name. Kim Cavan said you, I mean, he wants full AB5 in New Jersey. He wants every independent contractor to be a union employee. And he is running for governor now. He was just a, a congressman before, but now he's running for New Jersey governor. And you, I mean, I don't care where you stand. You got to vote against this guy. This is where I think you, we all need to grow up a little bit with politics. Like, look at the politician and and your life, because all politicians lie. All politicians pull some crap. But vote with what it's going to help your family. Yeah. I don't know. When I was younger, I used to vote on like who I thought was the best candidate. To be honest, you got to dig into a lot and see what their track record is of fulfilling their promises. All kinds of stuff. But really, the biggest backing points of their platform should be should align with your 
financial, the way you want to live, that kind of stuff. You don't need to look like their face or whatever. It's not about that, but you do should look into where they stand on labor law because that's a big one. They definitely will have a viewpoint. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't know. Unions don't belong here. I've heard a lot of people. I, I've seen a lot of comments on my 13 videos saying like, dude, we just, I've said it forever. We need to go to, to unions. We don't need to go to, if <laughs> this was not designed to be unions, you guys, if you want to, if you want a minimum wage job, go get one. Again, Sergio said it last night. I've said it a million times. We've all said it. Go. I mean, if you're saying that you can't get a job, bullshit. They're out there. Go get a There's job. So many if, jobs out there. if you're trying to drop a grenade into the gig economy because it doesn't work for you, I question if you're right for the gig economy or for the service industry. You know, and in which case, go get a job that even pays you more with benefits. I understand you might lose the flexibility, and that's like you're like, no, I'm not willing to do that. Well, you might have to be because, I mean, unfortunately, like when I ran the bar, I would just fire a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I really would. I'd be like, you're, you're fired. Done, you're you're done. fired. You were fired. Yeah. I mean, like, no worries. <laughs> done. You guys are all fired. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, but we're in a place where you can't fire even the worst of them. And the best yeah. of them could be deactivated for no reason at all. Yeah. That too. I mean, you could just be deactivated tomorrow with no explanation. Yeah. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, people don't like hearing the truth. You're right. But I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, look, if we don't, if we don't talk about the truth, the truth is going to get a lot worse. <laughs> because they, I think they count on a lot of, you know, 85, the 85% of gig workers that work 17 hours or less a week. And then the 65% of gig workers who work less than seven hours a week, 65% work less than seven hours, guys. That, that means 85% of the California gig workers don't even qualify for the health stipend. <laughs> That's why nobody's using it. It was just a, it was a ploy. It was a joke. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's just one thing after the next, but if it starts moving union, I don't, I mean, how many of you people would be W2 for these companies, even for a good amount of money? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm saying even if they offered me, I have other skills too. So like, I mean, even if they even offered me a desk job or something, hey, we'll pay a hundred grand. I wouldn't work no. for these. I don't trust them. I'd be like, no. why? I'll be fired in a year for no reason. But then not all, not only that, like people come to this for the flexibility. As we spoke about when we had that that podcast with me and you, I could not. There is no way that I could do a, okay, you have to be here for this time. It wouldn't work. <laughs> And a lot this of is, people this are in is that same this situation. is from Dana. This is Dana who will be joining us on the uh, on the uh, uh, Christmas game show next week. Um, he's a good friend of mine in Boston. He he's been doing curry <laughs> as long as me, almost three years, and he's exactly right. <laughs> so if you guys, if you got, I'll read it in case anybody's driving and you can't read this. The comment we have up is it's an awful lot of it's an awful lot to ask people to use reason and logic to vote for candidates with actual policies when it's so much easier to vote for good looking smooth talkers. By the way, Dana lives in Boston. He has that legislation coming down on him. And, um, and he is very, he stays very much on top of the political stuff. Like I do. He's one of the few that does. So he actually knows a lot about all this. So 
Um, I don't know. I know Tom, Tom was going to do two stories for us tonight. I don't know if Kim, I know Kim's like, like, I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if if Cheyenne had one. Tom had two that he was going to do and both of them were perfect for Tom. One was um, the trying to build out the infrastructure. So hopefully we won't talk about it next week, but um, I'll put the links in the, in the show notes because they are good articles. One's on the, um, trucking industry for Uber freight teaming up with something we've seen these all a bunch before, but it's more about, um, creating the infrastructure for the trucks, which we, we used to say on the TNC radio show all the time was that, look, how, how, why are you making all these trucks if there's nowhere to charge them? (laughs) Yeah. Build the infrastructure before you just give everybody a truck that's electric. Um, but the other one too was, uh, it was it was something related to the uh I can't remember. It was it was something maybe autonomous or something to do with Tesla, but um I don't know. Cheyenne, did you have any anything crazy happening up there? See, she lives in a nice part of the world where it's like we're not really dealing with all this crap. <laughs> well, we're usually behind. So if you guys are dealing with it now, then we might be dealing with it later on. Yeah, that's the only thing. But um, you know the cap on I I I didn't prepare this beforehand. Sorry, but I just googled it quickly. Um, you know the cap on the rideshare drivers in Toronto that well was put on Uber. We spoke about this maybe like a month ago. It's been scrapped. Yeah. So the city is going to resume issuing um. Uh, what is that called? The, the, what's that? Not the medallions, because that's taxis, but the, um, like the licenses so that people can actually do right here in Toronto. Oh, it's, remember yeah, it was on the, pause. The, right. The T, they, the TNC license. They, they had put it on pause because they said, you know, gas emissions and all that kind of whatever craziness that they wanted to limit the amount of drivers that were on the road. Well, Uber brought them to court uh, two weeks ago or last week. And um, today, just came out today, they rescind the cap. So now they're going to be able to have new Uber drivers because a lot of drivers also were very upset about it. And of course they, they were very, very <laughs> loudly about it. So. But I'm guessing they're still gonna. I'm guessing they're still gonna make you do the training, which I I liked. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't take that part away because we don't have that here, and I think that's a much needed thing. And it also helps weed out that be, those BS people. Yeah, yeah, that part I'm not sure. You know, because they had integrated at the same time they integrated that cap, they integrated that you had to kind of what Europe does, but in a sh- in a more shortened version. It was like a week long class you had to take. And if you already were a rideshare driver, you grandfathered in, you didn't need to take it. But if you were going to become one, you had to. So Yeah. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> hey, what's up, Chuck? How you doing? Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was the only thing. Okay. And I know Kim's got nothing unless Kim you got a last thing from last night that was like a high point that we missed. Um no, I think we covered a lot that we covered last night tonight. Um you know, if you, you know, missed it, like I said Sergio did a really good 
like math breakdown um, with a calculator and everything really. <laughs> um, he's such a Even math a guy. He's fantastic. Um, but he did like the full breakdown to give the real of, you know, what it really entails for New York City. So, you know, go check it out if you haven't done so already, just because I feel like he explains it so much better in person with a calculator and so that's because he's such a math guy that he really broke it down for everybody to understand it so um yeah. other i mean than I, no matter which angle you look there's just no wins guys no i'm like yeah. but i will say about their show last night the whole show you should go watch don't try and find that part <laughs> just watch it start to end it was a really good show it was a good show thank you not that it isn't always but i mean last night's is a you guys should go watch it I felt um, like we had a, it was a good discussion from kind of all angles last night. So I think everybody had like their own opinion. Even the chat. It, yeah, Even the chat. It, was, yeah it, was, it was, it was really all... good hearing what everybody thought about it. Um, what and Zach said opinion. that Kim was right. Thank you. Twice. 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 <laughs> and we had video. <laughs> <laughs> you better cut that out and make it a short or something. <laughs> I'll have to just send put, just it to, put it just if, put it on loop. If Kim Chris is, right. is still is here, right. Chris, I'm gonna send you the clip to play as a short. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, I mean, it was just a good show. There were a lot of interesting points raised, even in the chat. I was listening to you guys, I was engaged in the chat. It was a it was one of those nights. It yeah. was uh, but I tell everybody night. to go back and watch it for sure. There's a lot of them, and look, we don't want to keep talking about this and next week. I'm going to put it up here, guys, one last time before we walk out. So, um, uh, Cheyenne, Kim, do you guys have anything coming up unique other than the norms? Unique? Or... No, nothing planned. I will yeah. be doing a live. I just don't know when. Okay. So, next week, we are going to be doing a game show, and I have not put it together yet, but I've got some ideas. And so I need to go do a little research. You guys know that I've done some of these before. Some, I mean, the last time we did one wasn't really a game show. It was just trivia questions. But I've done yes, game okay. show type ones with Long Island and <laughs> weird stuff. But I'm going to try and do this one uh, a little different. Uh, but it, um, but yeah, by the way, so this is, this is our cast. This is who will be participating in, uh, in the game show. So if you don't know those people, you will next week. Uh, they're all people that many of you probably do know. Maybe you're not picking them up right away from the pictures, but um, we have nine contestants. And uh, and then uh, me and I think we're going to have to have some audience participation. Participation. So be here next week. You guys will be part of this too, uh, the chat. So There's a lot um, of different personalities going on in that group. That's why I like it. I love it. I like literally picked like I mean we got a dasher pass coming back. She's like, I haven't even done gig work in a year. I'm like, haven't talked game to show? Faith in like a I feel like a year. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. The re yeah, Faith was just out here. She's coming back out in January. The reason I talked, I mean, she's I don't know if you guys know this, she's now running the or last season she ran the snowboard park at Killington. Mm. So so her Faith and I share a lot of uh a lot of love for snowboarding and uh 
yeah so but she's it's gonna be fun to have her on and then if you didn't notice some of the other people we got just some randoms it's gonna be fun we got people like dana who was just in here commenting he's gonna be on that and he's got a lot of legislative back it's gonna be fun it's gonna be super fun um and we'll make it we'll make it super fun so you guys that's it for the week it's been a long week for all of us i don't know if it's just the hours starting to wear down too because i know is it the 21st is like the shortest day of the year and then we start moving back to longer days that's when it flips i think that's i think it is i think it's the winter solstice on the 21st and i know the first day of winter is the 21st yeah me too i think that i thought it was the shortest day of the year too like sunrise to sunset i'll ask my daughter i feel like she knows everything (laughs) i remember when kim's daughter was like one (laughs) 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 now she knows everything I'm telling you, it, they learn so much. They're like sponges in school at six years old. She comes home and they're like, so mommy, the other day when it was first day of Hanukkah, she woke up in the morning. She goes, it's Hanukkah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our Christmas tree is up in the next room, but okay. <laughs> um, you guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching on the replay. Um, and thank you all for all, a lot of you guys just for everything this year. Come back, watch us next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are taking a two-week break, um, December 28th and January 4th, back on the 11th. So don't miss next week because we've never really taken a break before. I'm going to have two pre-recorded things happen on those off weeks, but we won't be here live. So Uh, Don't miss next week. And um, thank you for watching. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subbing our channels and getting Cheyenne to a thousand just recently. Um, You know, just everything, guys. Uh, For the hard year we've all faced in the gig economy, I am very thankful for so many of you. It just even helps me to talk through it with some of you guys sometimes. Because the frustration gets high and and we don't have a um, common workplace that we all go to. You know, so it's, our, it's this is our, our water cooler. Yeah, this is our water cooler. It's yeah. our break room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you guys. We appreciate you, and uh, we will see you back here next week. Peace, everybody. Oh, I'm